a musical spotlight today on KRWC in preparation for a big concert this weekend, Buffalo Community Orchestra. We always like to kind of preview the uh, concerts as they're coming up. And in studio with us, representing uh, the orchestra today, we have the Renaissance man of Wright <laughs> County and the surrounding area, Kendall Kubosh, who's uh, here in studio with us and good, on the phone. Good morning. Who's playing hockey here today? Yeah, <laughs> Kendall's splitting his time between the arts and sports here, so it's interesting. And uh, conductor of the uh, community orchestra, Hisham Bravo-Grover, joins us on the phone. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Ken. How are you? I'm doing great. Nice to have you along with us today. Nice to be here. Uh, tell us the title of this uh, production, the the concert that's coming up. A little bit different one this time. Yeah, it's 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 quite a bit different than anything we've really done in the past before. We decided to go with a, a, an opera-themed concert. Uh, the title of the concert is Night at the Opera. Uh, and it's really, the, the whole theme about it is really to... Um, Spotlight and highlight some of the the greatest selections from opera, the, the ones that everybody knows and is familiar with, and bring them all into this kind of uh, potpourri of of basically a celebration of, of opera. Uh, it's a really exciting program. And so you're going to have the orchestral backing, and then the vocals will be provided by whom? Yeah, so we have uh, three soloists. Coming in to sing with us, we have Erica Hoops, who is actually a graduate of Buffalo High School. Um, she's a soprano. We have a tenor from the University of Minnesota, a wonderful tenor. His name is Chu Young Kim. And then we have another um, a teacher from the Monticello School District. His name is Nathan Herfindahl. He's a baritone. Um, and in addition, we also have the Wright County Chamber Chorus joining us as well, uh, just as they did for our, the, our holiday concert. And another special guest is actually the Bravo Strings of Montrose program. Their string students are coming in to play with us for one selection as well. So it's uh, going to be quite a quite a group on the stage from time to time. That's right. Yeah. That's right. There will be a lot of people involved. Kendall, let's get your opinions on the uh, the preparations here so far. Well, it's been going great. I'm a little bit limited in this uh, in this concert. There's a lot of, not a lot of percussion involved with the music, so I'm not playing a lot in this concert. But the things that I'm hearing are, are fabulous. Um, Hasham does a great job. He brings those strings along so nicely from uh, the beginning, learning a piece, and then all the way up to uh, the presentation of it. And he uses a technique that that a lot of people are using, and, and it's excellent by supplying them with some of these same cuts that we're going to hear as we as we play some of these it gets it gets it into your head a lot quicker it gets you into the style and into the feeling of the music and and uh, he does a great job with that so uh, Hisham a degree of difficulty on some of these or th is this uh, a concert that has needed more preparation than others or about the same um, it's, I would say that it's, it's pretty well balanced uh, definitely for the orchestra and just in general for uh, in, in the opera world, uh, the string writing can be quite challenging. Uh, so definitely the, our string section has been challenged uh, in this regard. Other, other sections play a little less. Not everybody plays in every piece, so there's, there's some balance in that. You know, some people get a break here and there. Um, but I would say, no, I, th I think everybody has met the challenge, and we're ahead of, ahead of schedule in terms of our preparation. I think next week it's going to be quite a, quite a showcase for the orchestra as well. Excellent. Let's um, hear a little bit. We're gonna just going to hear maybe a minute or so of each uh, piece that you selected here. Some may be a little bit more familiar than others. 
Uh, start with the uh, La Traviata and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so La Traviata is uh, one of the most uh, iconic Italian operas uh, by Giuseppe Verdi. Um, it's, it has so many wonderful elements. It's really a story about love and heartbreak. Um, there's envy. There's all, all the good stuff that opera has that, that we attribute. Uh, this specific selection is actually really interesting because um, Verdi decided to open his opera with a prelude instead of a traditional overture. You know, oftentimes opera composers decided to have something really loud and bombastic at the beginning, kind of in order to get people to quiet down in the hall. But Verdi did the opposite. He starts with a really soft and delicate uh, prelude uh, to begin this uh, really dramatic work. Okay. So we'll hear a little bit of it. We're going to kind of skip it. The, the, the front part of this is so quiet, I'm not sure that the <laughs> radio audience would hear it. But we'll, we'll skip ahead just a slight bit and, and hear, the, uh, hear the prelude to La Traviata. A little bit of the prelude from La Traviata. You could almost uh, kind of hear the tension there in the beginning. It almost catches your uh, attention just because of uh, a little unsettled sound there, really. Exactly, yeah. It's, they, they did a wonderful job to do, uh, in depicting the, the whole story in just that prelude. And for our, our uh, guests that will be joining us for the concert, I'll just remind them that it's going to be at the uh, Buffalo Performing Arts Center out at the high school. And the sound in that room is very, very good. And some of the things that are kind of lost coming through the, uh, the radio signal here is the subtlety of that. You'll hear one single string being played by a violinist in that room in any corner of the room, and that really uh, enhances the experience. Anybody can play loud, but to play soft takes a real uh, amount of talent. Yeah. Good point. Uh, let's move ahead here to um, the next piece. Uh, Weber is the next one I've got uh, up here for you. Uh, do you want to lead in to this a little bit, Hisham? Tell us about sure, this. Sure, sure. So Carl uh, Maria von Weber, this is the overture to his uh, the, the famous opera Der Freischütz, which in English translates to uh, essentially the marksman. Uh, it's an opera with 
it's actually the first really successful German opera from the 19th century, uh, partly because of the story, and it involves, I, I can't go into all the details, but there's a lot of uh, usage of German folklore in the story that uh, that really makes it kind of a lot of fantastical elements and magical bullets and all sorts of this stuff that's really exciting. Um, and in this overture in particular, um, in order for Weber to really make an impression uh, like on the listener, he actually incorporated a lot of the themes from the opera in the overture, um, kind of just as like implanting the seeds into the audience before the opera even commences. That way, when these themes do recur in the opera, uh, people pick them out and it's already kind of in their ears. Uh, but this overture in particular is like, it's, it's, it alternates back and forth from this kind of really um, ominous, ominous feeling uh, to basically a lot of like uh, euphoric um, and, and joyful uh, music that uh, is portrayed basically by the protagonist. Uh, his name is Max. Uh, and you'll hear some of that in this sample. And tell us again the opera that this is from. Yep, the opera, the name is uh, Der Freischutz, is German, uh, and, but in English it translates to The Marksman. Okay, let's hear a bit of that. Well, there again, some of the early parts uh, may be a little bit too quiet to hear uh, precisely on the radio, but uh, once the concert is uh, underway, I'm sure we'll we'll hear all of those. So there again, kind of uh, getting people's attention right away from the very beginning. Exactly. Conductor chat will be at 6.30, and if you've never had an opportunity to hear these uh, these things explained by the conductor, it's it's excellent. It gives you some of the, Sham does a great job, gives you some of the background of the of the composers and how and why and when the pieces were written. Uh, some of these things, Sham, I'm sure you'll agree, uh, written obviously a long time ago, but they had a lot of political undertones. They had a lot of, of other things that were beyond just the music that you heard. Exactly, yeah, and I, I always encourage, uh, thank you for mentioning that, Kendall, I always encourage people to come to the conductor's chat. Uh, it's really it's really informal, and it's just a way to get more insights and more perspectives before you listen to our, you know, our, us performing. It just makes the concert experience all the more enjoyable. 
And we've had a, a number of conductors since I've joined, and, and uh, as far as personalities go, they all have their own unique personality. We've been blessed. We've had some very uh, people, very good people that are easy to convey their thoughts. And Hisham, you're right at the top of the list there. It's very, very entertaining and enjoyable, and you're very approachable. I hope that people go there. If they have questions, obviously they can ask them, and, and uh, you're very, very helpful in helping them to enhance their uh, musical experience. That's what it's about. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, any any questions, I'd love to answer and, and just, just help people enjoy the experience. I know there's one question that people are thinking right now. How much does it cost and how can I get there? It's $15 for adults, $12 for seniors. Students are free, and then it's the high school students and down. Uh, tickets are avail- available at Buffalo Books and Coffee. And online, if you want to go on bcomn.org, B-C-O-M-N, all one, no spaces or dashes in between them, dot org. You can buy your tickets online. You can buy them at the door. Uh, come a little early. It starts at 730. If you're not there for the conductor chat, if you just have time to come kind of more last minute, come a little bit early because we do always have a rush uh, for tickets right around that 720, 725 point. So do come and get in, get a seat. The seats are all good. Don't worry. There'll be plenty of really good, comfortable seats there for this. Hisham, I've got a question uh, on some of these pieces. I know we've talked um, from time to time uh, from previous concerts that some of the pieces that are played or selected were uh, commissioned pieces at the time. Is that the case with some of these? Were they commissioned works or were the um, uh, folks that were writing these pieces, the composers, were they kind of doing it on their own? hoping that it becomes the next big thing? Yeah, for the, well, that's it, a good question, uh, Tim. Uh, in fact, most of these pieces um, that, that we have selected are from the 19th century and, and before. Um, so at the time, writing an opera was essentially the, the pinnacle of, of compositional, of composition, and, and so everybody was trying to do that. Um, and, and, you know, to be precise, uh, it's... Oh, you know, everybody sought for a patron uh, to dedicate and and get you know government support or, or just financial support to write these things. But at the end of the day, composers sought uh, to really make their mark with you know with this kind of music. So, for example, we have uh, the Barber of Seville by Rossini. Rossini was, I mean, one of the most famous opera composers. He he was just writing so many operas, uh, basically not only to make a name for himself. But also to gain financial wealth, he wrote I forget how many. I think it's about it's over thirty operas by the time he was like thirty three, and he really retired at like an early age. Um, not everybody had that kind of fortune, um, but everybody, pretty much everybody, even Beethoven was trying to. Uh, he wasn't very successful at it, unfortunately, but even Beethoven was trying to get into the opera world uh, to make their mark, whether that was through dedicating it to somebody or just, you know, trying to do it uh, by themselves. Because, uh, you know, I think that um, people, you know, in the modern era might forget about the fact this was, uh, this was kind of the hit music of the day, to, com- to compare it. I mean, this was the, uh, the music that was contemporary being written might have been styled after something else but it was it was the modern music of the era it really was and you know people uh, audience audiences at those times really went to the opera uh, because it was a social event you know they would go there um, and they would get their seat in the main floor and then they would 
you know, look around and see who they can spot up in the in the boxes. So, you know, with sort of dignitaries or famous people. Um, and, you know, they also went to hear uh, the, like virtuosic feats of, of opera singers or what the human voice can do. And uh, just to kind of be taken away, you know, it, it really was a social event at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and much like that, I mean, we're presenting this concert in a, in a very friendly way with so many different selections so that it's really... Um, it's really like a, a taster of, of many of the best selections from the opera world. Great. Let's lead into the uh, final piece. This one, I think, will probably be more recognizable from the very beginning. That's correct, yep. So this is actually the aria that will be, uh, one of the arias that will be sung by Nathan uh, Herfindahl, the baritone. This is uh, Rossini's Largo al Factotum from the Barber of Seville, uh, and this is a really, really witty aria. Bar, uh, Figaro is really this kind of uh, witty and comical character uh, in in the opera world. And in this particular aria, he's really talking about himself a lot. He's talking about how he's like the most adored and sought after individual uh, in Seville. He doesn't only talk about how good he is as a barber and of you know of his grooming skill sets. Uh, but he's he's really boasting about his uh, about who he is, uh, and it's kind of comical. And the music is is fast paced and just kind of at the edge of your seat. Some very familiar music and uh, music that uh, will lift you right out of your seat if you're not careful there. Something that's uh, very interesting when you're at uh, this concert and anytime you go to opera, you get the music, of course. But get a seat, have a seat, and be watching the singers because they take on the personality. It's almost like theater. They take on the personality of the role that they're singing. And uh, it makes it makes it kind of neat because you can tell when they're being playful and when they're being angry and when they're being serious, also by by their facial expression. So it, it adds to it also. And to and to add on top of what Kendall's saying, you might have noticed that the the selection that we just played for you was not in English. Uh, and as most operas are, that we're doing, actually all of them are not in English. 
we took it upon ourselves to write out translations that will be uh, projected on the screen so that as the music is flowing, you know exactly what's happening, what is, what is being said at each moment. And you will not see Bugs Bunny doing Barbara Seville, <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> Unfortunately, not this time around. <laughs> there you go. Also, I don't know if we mentioned the uh, Wright County Chamber Chorus will be there, too, so they always add a lot. They really do. They'll, they'll be joining us for uh, a wonderful selection from Traviata. Basically, it's the most famous drinking song uh, in, in opera. They'll be joining us for that one. Okay, and also Dance of the Hours will be familiar when people uh, get there to hear it. Bravo Strings, what are they performing with, uh, with the orchestra? Yep, the, the students will be joining the BCO side-by-side side on, the, on the Dance of the Hours, the uh, which the hours. I know they've been preparing, and they're very excited to, uh, to perform it with us. All right. It's a great way to um, kind of spend leap day as it ends up being uh, this year, the 29th of February, a uh, night at the opera. Give us the dates and times there, Kendall. Okay, that's going to be, as I'm looking at the poster right here, Saturday, February 29th, 7.30 p.m. It's at the BCO, Buffalo, uh, excuse me, at the Buffalo High School at the PAC Performing Arts Center. Uh, you can come in, the, the main front entrance there, the tickets will be right there as you walk in. Conductor's Chat starts at 6.30, try to be there for that, it really enhances the whole event. Tickets are 15 for adults, $12 for senior students, under uh, high school age and under are free. Bring the kids, this is great uh, family entertainment. Tickets are on sale at Buffalo Books and Coffee, and you can also go online and you can visit bcomn.org. Org, dot org so it's all one all one uh, word no spaces just the the dot in between bcomn bcomn.org great uh hisham always a pleasure to talk with you in preparation for the concerts and i'm sure you've got a little more rehearsal to uh, to go before the big performance but we wish you the best of luck it sounds like a a wonderful evening and i i'm assuming people can come relaxed they don't have to be uh, like they're going to the Victorian-era opera. They can be casually dressed. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Come relaxed and come ready to enjoy some wonderful music. Thank you so much for having us. Tim. Wonderful. Have a great day. We'll talk to you, uh, to you again before the next concert. Sounds good. You have a wonderful day. Take care. Thanks very much. And, Kendall, thanks for uh, your help in uh, getting a little uh, publicity for the latest Buffalo Community Orchestra concert. And uh, always a great opportunity for uh, folks to, to enjoy some. And again, it's a massive effort. We've got the, uh, the uh, Bravo Strings, the Chamber Chorus. We've got the three soloists and the whole orchestra. So it's a, it's a grand production. It should be a great, a great evening. Okay. One more time on the uh, date and time here. It's going to be Saturday, February 29th, and I forgot that was Leap Day, February 29th, uh, 7.30 p.m. Conductor Chat starts at 6.30. It's at the Buffalo High School Performing Arts Center. Tickets are 15, 12, and students are free. Um, you can get the information on bcomn.org. Take a look at that website. It's uh, all refreshed and rebuilt, and it's got a lot of great features on it, too. So I'm looking forward to it. Wonderful. Have a great concert. Kendall, thanks for uh, spreading the word here today. That's our Spotlight on KRWC.